All right, welcome to the first episode of the Dynamic Duo podcast. I am Sam. And I'm Eli. And we're going to be discussing uh, basketball and football topics throughout the day with a 30-minute to 45-minute podcast each and every one of those days. So uh, we're going to kick things off with basketball, talk about the the matchups today. So Eli, I'm going to ask you, the Bucks versus the Hornets. Uh, Bucks are favored by 11.5. What do you have going on there? Nicely, an underdog win. I think the Hornets are gonna win. Last time the Bucks lost to the Hawks without Trey Young. That is pretty bad. That's, That's pretty bad. It's not looking good for them. I think I think the Hornets are on a good run right now. You know, um, they're gonna have Lamelo back really soon, probably a week or two. So they're they're trying to you know get ready for playoffs because I feel like they're gonna make the playoffs this year. I have the I I think in this matchup I do have the Bucks beating the Hornets and I and I think that eleven and a half is a fair number. I would say they beat them by twelve or more. I think it's a good bounce back game for Giannis and the rest of the crew. Chris Middleton is still playing all right, and uh, I, I do I do see the Milwaukee Bucks winning that game by a heavy margin actually. Chris Middleton's playing all right. He's not playing. He's not playing like how he used to. I be. know, but That's I think I, th- I think Giannis might carry. I think he's gonna have a good 30, 30 and ten game this game. Uh, we'll move it up. We'll move, uh, we'll move on to the Thunder versus the Celtics. Celtics are, f- are favored by eleven. I don't know if Jalen Brown is playing. Um, for what I know, I don't think he is playing. Yeah. I think that's a tough matchup. I think I'm still going to take the Boston Celtics. I think the Thunder are just playing for the lottery these days. 100%. They need, to get, they need to start losing. No Shea Gilgis Alexander, it seems. And I, I don't know. I think Thunder are just playing to lose. I think you can agree with me on that one. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, Trailblazers versus, Pace, uh, versus the Pacers. Blazers are favored by 5.5, but they've only won three games out of the last 12. Ooh. I uh, know. It's not the greatest. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. And the Blazers are the favorite. I think personally, I wouldn't make put a bet on it at all. But I think I'm gonna take the Blazers though, and the five and a half. Man, Dame needs to start playing good. Yeah, that, that's the one thing. He's he's been playing good, not great. Not great. It's not like a, the early earlier months of, of this of this regular season. To yeah, be with you. like he, he's been he's been slowing down lately. Like, lo, like very slowly, but like. I don't know how to truly explain it. Still in the MVP discussion, though, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. but uh, CJ McClellan, you know, it's nice to see him back. But I think, I think I'm going to take the Blazers beating them by at least six. I don't yeah. know about you. Yeah. Uh, Nets versus the Raptors. Five and a half point favorite Nets. I'm, I'm going to let you lead on this one because I, I don't know where your head's at with this one. Oh, I think Nets. No, oh, Nets, easily? Nets okay. are easily going to go. Okay. Through. Durant on minute restrictions still, I believe. Still. Yeah. Still. Okay. It's yeah, too easy I think I think I have to agree. It is at Toronto. I mean, technically Florida, due to COVID reasons. But I think yeah. the Nets are going to win this game by a nice solid nine points or more. I think their offense is too much to handle, even without Harden. They still have Kyrie. Durant's on minute restrictions, but it doesn't matter. In those minute restrictions, he'll, he'll give you eleven for fourteen. Exactly. And then Blake. Blake is still going to be Blake. He just plays his role. I think I think they'll come out with an easy W there. Yeah, that's not even not even a question. Not even a question. Oh well, we got a bad two team matchup here: Timberwolves versus the Rockets. Rockets oh. are without John Wall for the rest of the season. The rest too. of the season, and yeah. Timberwolves are only favored by two and a half. I th- I think I I take Timberwolves. Yeah. I think I take Timberwolves. I, I, can you give me your reasons as to why? Uh, last game they won. You know, they maybe they want to get two a nice two game win streak. And yeah, they they've been playing really well. But I don't know. They might want to get lottery again. I, I think, usual. I think the Timberwolves have truly been remarkable in this whole thing. Um, in the past four games, I think they beat the Jazz yesterday. If I'm not or yesterday or two days ago. Yeah, they, yeah, beat, they beat the, the jazz. jazz. They beat the Jazz, and then they beat the Kings. I think twice. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they're on a good. They're on a good streak. D'Angelo Russell's actually been playing really well. Yeah. In the stretch, I I, th- I think two and a half is actually really low, and I, I would put I, I, if I was to put money on it, I would put Timberwolves money on that too. And we got the primetime matchup, you know, Mavericks versus Warriors. I don't know the money line on that. I don't know where the spread is, but the Mavericks versus the Warriors. Who do you have? I'm, I think I'm giving the, the Warriors. I think Curry needs to start. You know, he's been going off crazy this month, so I think he's gonna he's gonna keep on going through this month. You know, you know what's crazy? I, I think I'm gonna agree with you. I think the Warriors are going to beat the Mavericks, but I don't know how close it's gonna be. You know, like what, what, what do you think the score is gonna be on that one? Oh, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna either come off a game winner or a, a dagger, really, something like that, in yeah. the last minute. Yeah, last minute. I think I think I think the Warriors might need Curry to step it up a little bit more than usual, which is you know a lot to ask for since he's been giving you thirty points a game in the past month. But I think Curry, I think Curry's gonna gonna carry this team against the Mavericks. But you know we can't go wrong with Luca. Yeah, I don't Luke, know. Luke that's, that's a insane. tough one. That, that's gonna be a good game to watch. Yeah. Uh, that concludes the daily games of the NBA, and we want to go into depth of our of our favorite basketball team, the LA Lakers, and their championship run. What do you think they need to do to win this chip this year? Um, they, I need to see how they all play when they're all healthy. That's the one thing. People are looking at them thinking they're good, they're not like looking the same. They're not going to play the same in the playoffs. They're I, playing without LeBron. Yes, yeah. that's, that's the key part of their team. Yeah. I think I think AD coming off of that calf injury. You know, I think Stephen A. Smith said it. That he believes that's kind of like a Durant calf injury. But I'm like, I think the L. A. Lakers didn't rush AD back like how the Warriors rushed KD back that year in 2019 where Durant eventually tore his Achilles. I think AD with the LA Lakers health staff know what they're doing, with the medical staff know what they're doing with Anthony Davis, with LeBron James, to make sure that we are healthy enough for the playoffs because I don't think it matters which seed we're in, right? Yeah. I think, I think we're a tough team to beat if we're healthy. I think, we're, I, think, I think we should be the favorites still, and I believe Vegas should change the odds from the Nets being the favorite to us. But aside from that, I think the team, I think the team is going to come along together and win that championship this year. I agree with that, one hundred percent. I just think, I just think that they, you know, we need just need to see what happens in the playoffs because playoffs is all, it, is all, is that, all matters. that matters. All that matters. All that matters. All regular season is regular season. You yeah. get in the playoffs, there you go. Yeah. Playoffs is a whole other story. You think we're going to be in the play-in tournament? No. No, I think we're going to be sitting in the fifth seed. Fifth seed. Fifth seed. I hope so. I don't I think so. we move anywhere. Even even sixth seed, I don't know if that's the worst, but I, I would prefer the fifth seed as well. I think I think going against Denver and then the Jazz in the second round wouldn't be that wouldn't be the worst case scenario. Yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't be the worst. I would rather have the Suns deal with the Clippers and the Clippers deal with the Suns, vice versa. Exactly. Uh, MVP discussion. Who do you have winning the MVP? Oh, oh okay. Um, it's between two. It's between, it's between two. two? It's, obviously, it's between Jokic and Curry, in my opinion. Yeah. I. Th- but I'm gonna. In my opinion, I think. I think Jokic. You I think, think Jokic. Jokic? You think the Joker is gonna get it? I think the Joker is gonna get it this year. I don't know. If I if I had to say, like, like, but what are, what are the credentials for the MVP anymore? Like, there's, it's always changing. It you is, know, especially with the whole COVID. Yeah. Even yeah, if you have COVID, apparently if you're out for a certain amount of games, it doesn't go. It shouldn't go against your uh, MVP race because you have to play 85 percent of the games in order to be eligible for the yeah right for the for the trophy. But I, I, I personally, if Curry gets in that in that in that playoff seating and if he gets in the playoffs, I think you gotta give it a Steph. I don't know. Oh, like, I, I gotta be real. He is playing lights out like the 73 and nine season. But instead, he doesn't have that roster around him. He, he's it's still just playing. Him. It's just him. 
And, you know, with all due respect to Nikola Jokic and what he's doing, it, it is Jokic's to lose. That's the best way I can put it. It's the Joker's to lose. But I think Curry, Curry's story with, you know, everything that happened with the Warriors this year, injuries and everything, I think he should win it. But they're going to give it to Jokic, in my opinion. The thing is with Jokic, he's been doing it the whole year. Curry just started. Like two months ago, you, it feels like. Yeah, it, it, the the buzz around Curry this yeah. this year started two months ago. I, I feel that. I do feel that. So we're gonna move on to the football topic. We got we got to talk about the NFL draft. We got to talk about the NFL yeah. draft. So NFL draft is in two days. It's on Thursday. A lot of people are giving analysis on you know which quarterbacks to be taking right now. I want to go into depth with you on two specific wide receivers in Jamar Chase and Devontae Smith. So let's talk about Jamar Chase. Prediction on where he goes in the draft and your thoughts on, on how he's performing. Okay. Uh, Remember, he opted out this 2020 season. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But I was never worried about his skill set ever at all. So I don't know. I want to know your thoughts on that. Mm, I, I think he's, he's definitely going to be, in, in my opinion, top 10, 100%. Top 10 receiver this year? No, not receiver. Oh, this in the picks. Oh, in, in the picks. In the picks. Oh, in the picks, in the okay. picks. No, no, I don't think okay. he'll even get close to the top 10 receiver in the league. Okay. And you, which team do you think? Which team are you thinking? Is it the Falcons at four, Dolphins at five, or Bengals at five, Dolphins at six? I think I think I see him going to the Dolphins just because at six. At six, I think wow. he's going to the Dolphins at six. You think so? I think he's going there. If I told you, see my my prediction for Jamar Chase, I believe the Bengals are going to take him, and I know they need an offensive tackle, and I, I see Penai Sewell over there. I think they're going to team Jamar Chase up with his former teammate Joe Burrow. To develop that dynamic duo, like how we're the dynamic duo podcast, they're going to develop a dynamic duo in Cincy. Sure. And I think I think they're going to take the more talented player rather than the need on that one. Oh man, that's tough. He gives me a lot of DK Metcalf vibes. Yeah, I know that's your Seahawks, and he he Maybe gives me a lot of DK DK vibes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't see him going to the Bengals just because the Bengals need an O line. They need to protect. They do. They, they need do. to protect Joe Burrow. They need an O line, but I think the talented receiver might 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 just sit there. You never know. Devonte Smith. Let's move on, Devonte Smith. Devontae your Smith. your prediction on him, on the Heisman Trophy winner of last year. Oh. I get it. COVID season, eight game season, kind of. You know, we get it. Mm-hmm. Devonte Smith though played lights out last Amazing. year. Absolutely phenomenal. He weighed in at six. Oh, he is six one at one seventy five. Is that is that is that size a factor to you in the NFL? In the no, next level? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Honestly, why not? Because he's gonna be. I don't know. Something tells me he's just gonna. Usually, the the players that are like you know have different type of sizes. Like let's say Russell Wilson, he wasn't tall. He's right. not tall. And look at him. He's balling out now. He's like a top three, top four quarterback in the league right yeah, now. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. It's, so it's, in my opinion, you know, like. Those those type of stats don't matter to me. It's all about your game, how you play. I, I was I was gonna give off the Antonio Brown vibe with Devonte Smith. I think I think he's an elite route runner, undersized. You know, Antonio Brown's five eleven. He's six foot one. Antonio Brown's obviously a little bit bigger, a little but bit bigger, yeah. but you know, the issue with Devonte Smith, and I don't think it's an issue. I think he's gonna be fine. I think there will be offensive coordinators that would drool over him yeah. on on what they can do with him, but there is that issue like. Marquise Brown, you know, remember Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown on the Ravens. Remember remember his when he was coming out, he was a late first for the Ravens, and he hasn't been really that great. Henry Ruggs on the Raiders, 
you know, it might have been just his rookie year, but it was just a deep threat kind of thing. That's so true. it's not an NFL type receiver, but can he be an NFL type receiver? I 100% agree. I, oh, man. Yeah, you see, there, there's yeah. so many issues with that. And, I, and where do you think he lands? Where do you think he goes? Oh, that's tough. The Lions have a pick seven. And I know they need a receiver for Jared Goff. Yeah, because Jared Goff's going to need some something after losing Galladay, I think. Yeah, Galladay and Marvin Jones. Jr. Exactly. Yeah. That's two big receivers lost. I, I, th- I, think, I think he slips to the Lions. That's I think he goes to the Lions, too. Okay. I, don't, I don't think he goes anywhere else besides there. Don't be surprised if the Giants pick him up at 11. I think the Giants might scoop him. I don't know. The with, Giants, with Galladay. The How Giants might go low-key go for something else besides a receiver. You think so? Just because they, are, they got Galladay. They got Galladay. If they, if they truly want another receiver, it's not a bad pick. But I think they might go towards like maybe like a – if he's not picked, maybe an O-line. Now, now let, me, let me tell you this though. The reason why I think the Giants are going to take Devontae Smith if he's there is because they don't want to give Daniel Jones a single excuse this year. They want to see if he is truly their, their franchise quarterback. Because the defense, is, the defense is, was what, top 10 last year? Defense played amazing. Top 10 yeah. last year. And, and they just missed the playoffs. All right? I think I think they're going to pick up an offensive weapon for Daniel Jones to pair him up with Kenny Galladay because Kenny Galladay has injury issues. You know this. Mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley, Saquon if he stays healthy, that O line's not that bad now. Tight end is Evan Ingram still? Yeah, Evan Ingram resigned. That's right. So now we're looking at this like, hey, he's got the weapons. Like, what what what's the what's going to be the problem if they finish nine and seven again or nine and eight? It's got to be the QB at that point. Yeah, it's got to be the quarterback. All right. Uh, all right. Let's go into depth. Patriots pick at fifteen. Do you believe they will trade up? Trade four or stay still to draft a quarterback? Because you know they're going to draft a quarterback. There's no way. I think, I've, I think you've heard the news about a quote-unquote maybe draft or a draft trade about – I did hear about this. You're about talking about Jordan Love. Yeah. There was, a, there was a piece of paper signed with a, a trade request for Jordan Love in exchange for, I think, a, the 15th pick and another first-rounder or second-rounder for, yeah. for Jordan Love. There's, that's a possibility. I don't think that's real in my opinion because I don't, I don't think the Patriots would do that. But if, if not, I think, I think they would probably trade away that pick. I don't think they're going to keep it. Really? Mm-hmm. What, in my opinion, I truthfully believe the Patriots are going to trade for Jordan Love. And if the Green Bay Packers are saying what they're saying about Aaron Rodgers being their quote-unquote future of the quor- quarterback future or, you know, quarterback of, the, of their franchise of their still, franchise. they would have to trade Jordan Love in my opinion. I think they knew they, knew they made a mistake drafting a quarterback rather than drafting a receiver. Because they made it to two straight NFC championships. You can't blame Aaron Rodgers. You can't Rogers. not blame can't. Aaron Rodgers. He's, man's playing out of his He's mind. Playing, he was MVP last year. MVP. Yeah, it's like you got you to gotta give him the weapons necessary to win. Exactly. So I, I think they're going to trade for that pick. And I think they're going to trade Jordan Love away. And I think they're going to draft a wide receiver. Those Green Bay Packers at 15. If, if available. Yeah. Now let's go. I'm going to skip this topic. We're going to move on to Cowboys pick 10. Let's work our way backwards. Or uh, we already talked about the Giants pick at 11. Let's talk about the Cowboys pick at 10. Okay, now Cowboys. I feel like I feel like Cowboys don't need any offensive power. They need I feel like they just need someone on defense. They need like a a full-on star. But the thing is with this draft, I don't I haven't I haven't noticed anyone that's like Big time on defense. There's only one guy, in my opinion, if he falls to them, that linebacker from Penn State, Micah Parsons. They're already doing comparisons to Ryan Shazier on, on the athleticism. So that's, that's one thing. Another big need is that, that corner from Alabama, Patrick Certain. They're talking about drafting him there. I have heard about him. But another thing I heard, and this was today, Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys, was talking about trying to get Kyle Pitts 
the tight end that's supposed to be the next Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller kind of thing, mm-hmm. and trying to trade up for Kyle Pitts to pair him up with CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and Ezekiel Elliott with Dak Prescott at quarterback. I don't know what to say. If the Cowboys have that much of an offensive talent, do you think the Cowboys can not just win their division but make the playoffs if they make the move for Kyle Pitts? That's a tough. That's a tough take because I don't know. Because Kyle Pitts is supposed to be, you know, top five pick, top easy. five pick, yeah. easily. But does he does he fit with the Cowboys? Does he does he is he gonna get enough volume know, reps? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. You believe that the, the pie is too big. It's too big. Yeah. There's there's way too much firepower on that team, you know. And they definitely need their defense the most. Because then that's gonna cause drama for how many receptions some some uh, receivers are gonna get. And that could mean a trade for one of those wide receivers, one of those big three receivers. That is true. Exactly. Dolphins pick at six. What do you, what do, you do with that? Ooh. Okay. In my opinion, you definitely go for a receiver. Okay. 100%. Okay. I, I, I can agree with you on that. Because there's not one position they need besides receiver right now. You're right. They need a, they need a star receiver for the future. Yep. Devontae Parker is good, but I think they need another they pair. Need, they, need need a, pair. No, they need another one. Yeah. And I think your favorite receiver is going there. I you, think, think, you think Jamar Chase? I think, I think Jamar Chase is going to go there. Okay. In my opinion, I believe if Penai Sewell is there, they might take him. I think they'll take him to pair him up with Laramie Tunsil on each side. I think that's, that would that's be, that be ridiculous. That could That would be ridiculous. But aside from that, I think their need is a receiver. Personally... Two was their quarterback. I believe two is the quarterback of the future for that team. They finished ten and six and missed the playoffs, and he only started six of the games. Let the man try a whole year before thinking even of drafting a quarterback in the first place. Yeah, We're talking about trading him for a quarterback. Yeah, that's a little crazy. You shouldn't even think about trading him. Now, if Deshaun year. Watson didn't have any civil lawsuits, I'm all in for Deshaun Watson in Miami. But uh, he has a lot of lawsuits. He right has now. he has twenty two of them. He has twenty two of them. That's a little ridiculous, but. Aside from Deshaun Watson, Miami Dolphins, if two is my quarterback, I'm, I'm, I'm going to want to draft one of those Alabama receivers that he played with for yeah. a chemistry boost. Kind of like how I would have Jamar Chase drafted with Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals for the early chemistry. Mm-hmm. I would do the same with the Dolphins. Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle. And Jalen Waddle is the one that doesn't have the size issue. He's 5'10 at 183. And, you know, it's crazy that, again, you know, we say the Lions need Devontae Smith. Real, realistically, I think the Lions are sitting back enjoying themselves. They're like, okay, whichever receiver is left out of the three, we'll take him. Yeah, I think, right? the, I think the Lions are looking like the, looking at this and saying, we're, we're probably going to get a receiver. We're easily. definitely going to get a receiver. And, and it wouldn't even be like, it's not even a question. You know what I mean? It's not even a question. But Dolphins, Dolphins might end up with all the receivers being available. Or Jamar Chase is gone and Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle are there. And Tua is going to be there like, hey, they were both my, just my teammates recently. Which one exactly. do you want? Which one does the Dolphins want to take? I like Devontae Smith there too. But if, if they take Jalen Waddle, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, let's go back to the – let's talk about the Falcons pick at four. Oh, now very interesting. This is, this is the pick, pick of the draft in my – actually, okay. I take that back. But it is an interesting pick. Okay. In my opinion, they're going to make a – they're going to – they're going to make a big move and get a quarterback. 100%. I agree. I agree. I think it's time for Matt Ryan, you know, it's time to hit 
hit the hay. Yeah. They hit the hay. I think it's it's done. Well, here, with here's the issue with Matt Ryan though. If he has forty five million dollar contract, that's a huge cap hit if they if they get him out of there. If the Falcons see Kyle Pitts is there, do you think they take the the tight end of the like the next generational big tight end that people are raving about, as I am? Or do they go with the franchise quarterback that they see fit, you know, that can be the future? Yeah, but I, I still think they go for a quarterback. Even if that, even though Matt Ryan's cap is going to hit big time, I still think, I still think they go for a quarterback. Because this quarterback draft class is, it's in loaded. my opinion, very loaded. Loaded. You don't think they trade down? I don't think they trade down. Really? Mm-mm. My personal opinion, I think the Falcons are going to, going to give Matt Ryan another year. I I really do because the cap the cap hits too much. They can't trade him. Nobody wants that cap. Nobody wants that contract. And then they don't. They I think they're going to stick with Matt Ryan. I mean, he's still a former MVP. You can't Very hate true. on it. They blew a bunch of second half leads. The team isn't bad. The defense can be better. Um, can be better. But if you give him the tight end, Kyle Pitts, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and then. The running back is – I don't know if it's still Todd Gurley or not, but that, that's a loaded offense for a quarterback. But if you, give, if you give that team a good quarterback, a new rookie quarterback, and just let him do his thing, there's a possibility. That's true. Which quarterback do you think they would take? Now that one's up for grabs because pick three is going to be a big one. In my opinion. And that's a fair point. You know what? Instead of discussing who the Falcons' quarterback choice would be, let's just move on to 49ers' pick three, the biggest pick in the draft. That's the biggest pick in the draft, in my opinion. So I think we both can come to a consensus agreement that Jacksonville Jaguars are going to draft Trevor Lawrence. 100%. New York Jets, I think, are going to draft Zach Wilson. I I think they're 85% sure. They're just going to look like a bunch of clowns. Oh, easily. easily. Oh, not as bad as the Bears, right? Oh, the Bears are bad. Yeah. Yeah, Well, the 49ers, pick three. Which quarterback are they taking? Okay, because the two I looked, at, the two you know people that people you know, speculate thinking that they're gonna get mm. is Mac Jones. Yep. And Lance. Trey Lance. Yep. In my opinion, this is coming from Seahawks because I hate I hate the Forty Nine ers. Coming from a Rams fan, we don't we don't we don't like the Forty Nine ers. I I think they're gonna take Lance. I think they're gonna take Lance. If they're smart, they take Lance. In my opinion, I agree with you. I believe that they should take Trey Lance. I I say taking Mac Jones is almost a, I wouldn't say an exact copycat, but it is a similar trait. It has similar traits to Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think if they take Mac Jones, they're just getting younger at quarterback rather than taking the future quarterback that can truthfully be a type of player that can actually influence the betterment of your team. Like Trevor, Trevor Lawrence to me, I compare it to Andrew Luck. He gives me that, that mindset of like being able to understand the game very well. Exactly. Zach Wilson gives me that Josh Allen kind of play. Not never going to say Mahomes. I think Mahomes is one of one of one, but Josh Allen, that arm strength, he, Zach Wilson has that arm strength and can he be as accurate as Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen? We'll see. We'll see. You know, that's a development. And then we come down to Trey Lance who, in my opinion, gives me the Dak Prescott kind of like, like kind of skill set, that yeah. size, the skill, the, the running. I think you take that athletic quarterback in Trey Lance. I know he came out of North Dakota State. He's not, you know, that's not a big time school, but you know, Carson Wentz came out of there. 
these guys can these guys can do something. Like give them some time to develop. And I think exactly. playing behind Jimmy G at least one year is going to help out the 49ers. And I hate to say it, but if Trey Lance does anything better than Jimmy G, that's a Super Bowl contending that's 49ers Super Bowl thing. Because that right is the, the one bat. one issue they're missing. And the one big key, got to stay healthy. Got to stay healthy. Yeah, because that defense got hurt big time. And they still right finished. They still finished really well too. Like I think they had six wins last year. I think they, they were six and six, and that's pretty with impressive. A very injured team with the nope. JV roster. Basically, jeez, that is true. That is true. And your early Super Bowl prediction right now? Who do you have? Okay, early Super Bowl prediction. From how it's looking, I think. Oh, that's tough because yeah. it's super early to judge. Super early. That. We'll definitely come back to this later. But yeah. let's see. I want to hear your thoughts on I, this. I think I honestly have. Very sleeper pick. I think I have the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills the Buffalo coming Bills. out of the AFC versus who? Oh, oh! I think they're gonna go against the Buccaneers again. I or not again, but I think the, the Buccaneers, Buccaneers are gonna make it again. And who do you have winning Sadly. that one? Who do you have winning that one? I have. I still have the Buffalo Bills winning. Really, Bills are is the Bills. team to be, huh? Bills. Wow. My early Super Bowl prediction is is definitely different than yours. I have the Rams playing the Chiefs. In a Super Bowl finale. And yeah, you could say that I'm biased towards my Rams. But I think Matthew Stafford elevates that team to a whole new level. That defense stays top five, regardless of who's their defensive coordinator. The offense definitely takes a huge bump up. And I think that bump up is all they needed at quarterback position to win the Super Bowl. And uh, to be honest with you, it's whichever team stays healthy wins it, I think. I think whichever team stays healthy. I think last year just showed. Whichever team is the healthiest will win that one. Yeah, because... That's the one thing with the Buccaneers. They had so much firepower that one injury didn't hurt them as much. Right, right. And uh, like Mike Kansas, Evans was hurt pretty good, and then he just came back. High percent of knee, out for the rest of that game, came back the next game, he was fine. He was fine. Chiefs O-line, completely, depa- uh, completely destroyed. Yeah, I think they had one starter left, and he and, couldn't do everything. And look what happened in the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right, and that concludes our first episode of the Dynamic Duo podcast with Sam and Eli. And appreciate the appreciate the listeners, and uh, look forward to seeing you guys soon.